Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Your Success at Last DNA. Doing those necessary actions, those daily needed tips, those attitude adjustments. I'm your host, Tracy the Ace Brigman. Welcome to your free week. I'm telling you, giving it all to you. I'm just putting it all on the table. Um, yesterday we talked about, about goals and we've talked about just a couple of things already, but I wanted to dip into the uh, Champion Mindset program I told you about and just give you a, a taste of what's in that. Um, the Champion Mindset program is uh, is a new tip every week, so it's uh, you know it's 52 weeks, so it's one of those year-long ones, but each one we're going to give you a nice solid mindset tip, the kind of things that is kind of, you probably know, but it's just a reminder of, yeah, 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 I, I know I, I, I do that. And the one I picked today is one of the ones that uh, is a little close and dear to my heart. But before we go there, we, we need to ask today's question. Today's Wednesday. How's everybody doing? Huh? Hump day? What? What? Mike, 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 Mike. It's hump day. But on hump day, on Wednesday, sorry. Um, I love that commercial. I ask you, everybody out there, what do you want or need to change? There's something in your world. If you're if you're listening to this type of content, you're striving to get to the next level. And whatever the next level is, next level for for you could be I just want to feel a little bit better tomorrow than I do today. The next level for you could be I want to make a whole lot more money. The next level for you could be I'm happy with myself. Now I want to add somebody to it, and you're looking for somebody, and you want to connect. And there's all these tips that kind of go on with that. Mindset is a part of that too. But what do you want or need to change? Because here's the thing: if you don't know what you want or need to change, and it's not going to change. It is not. It's just going to stay the same. You're going to be listening to something like this a year from now, going, "Well, I'm in the same spot." And you're going to wonder why. Well, that's one of the reasons why. Because you don't know what you want or need to change. So think about that question today as you're going through the rest of your day. Think about the rest of the week. And as things pop into your head, write them down. Send them to yourself uh, in text message. Send them to yourself in a voice message. But somehow communicate them to yourself. All right? And before we kick off into today's topic, I want to remind you one more time what we have going on. Right? Um, normally, I only do the one show a week for all my... Free folks, welcome to everybody. Right, I like I like sharing with you. But this week I'm giving it to you all week long, just like I give my premium members. And the reason I'm doing that is I have a big launch going on this weekend, and I want to give everybody a little excitement, a little buzz going on, give you a taste for what's behind the magic curtain. Right. So when you become a premium member, you get this type of content. Every single day of the week. You get it Monday through Friday, uh, the regular podcast shows. And then what's going to happen is there are five programs I'm going to be launching, and they're going to be drip-fed to you. I don't want to swarm you with information because uh, that's just not going to happen to be successful. But it's going to be drip-fed to you and give you a, a, a lesson on goals. And then a couple of days later, we'll give you one of the mindset lessons. And a couple of days after that, we'll give you one of the winning way mindsets. And the winning ways is every month. So it has a, has a little bigger dose of stuff. And then then we're going to give you um, every other week or so a new lesson on the law of attraction. All these things kind of 
feed into each other. They work off one, in, one another. Once you have your goals set and you start making taking steps, you're going to want to maintain your mindset. So we're going to give you that every week. And there's going to be tips about how to maintain being a winner. And being a winner isn't always being the best. Sometimes you don't want to be the best. Sometimes you want to let someone else take the credit. It's all about those winning ways. And then we're going to teach you a bit more about the law of attraction in all its scope, not just what you've heard about in the movie The Secret. And then finally, the last one, is we got 16, um, I call them productivity hacks. And each one of these is almost like an ebook in and of itself. There's a number of uh, tips about being more productive uh, in, in, in all areas of your life. So we're going to give you some of these over time. So we're going to give these bits and pieces over time, not just dump them all on you and expect you to read them all, binge and forget them in a few minutes, right, in a few days. So today we want to talk about um, how to keep your foot out of your mouth. <laughs> or if you want to say it more politely, how to avoid responses motivated by anger. See, responses motivated by anger always end up being, oh, I'll, I know what I'm going to say, I'm going to leave it out there. Most of the time, almost every single time, responses that we are going to regret. Huh, 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 huh. We are not going to like it later on. Oh, I wish I could take that back. You see, instead of providing an immediate quick-witted retort to someone's communi someone's communication, people with a champion mindset, they're going to let things simmer just a bit. Just like a good cook knows how long to let something simmer for it to bring out just the right flavor, right? So if you find yourself in a face-to-face, -face, I won't say altercation, an exchange, a communication, a discussion, a heated battle, whatever you want to call it, where the other person angers or frustrates you, Give yourself a, oh, you know what, it's going to be humorous, but give yourself a timeout. And I don't mean walk over into a corner, but just give yourself a breath, a moment of thought before you respond. Here's the thing. Here's what's something really cool. A silence response can actually be deafening. Hmm? Just how loud can silence get? Let me tell you, it can get really loud. See, it, while your angst is probably going to be high, the power returns to you. When you think before responding, when you pause for a moment, gather your intelligent thoughts, right? Gather your factual thoughts, the power returns to you. Now, I want to give you some tips on developing that response to a confrontational or frustrating exchange, right? We've all been through them. We've all experienced them. You know what? They're going to happen again and again and again. Here's the first thing I want you to think about. I want you to evaluate the intent. This is a key one. Was the other person intending to be confrontational? Were they intending to be rude or unkind? See, some people's communication style is just blunt, just like that. Factual, straight, knife-cutting, right to the point. Some people can misinterpret that as being confrontational or rude. And in some instances, it may, it may be. But if something is just being thoughtless, all right? then are they really worth the energy that it's going to take for you to come up with a clever retort? No, yeah, probably not. And if, if they're being, I don't know, ignorant, it's like they're not going to understand your cleverness anyway, right? So why waste your time? And why add to your frustration? So let's take it back right? and evaluate the intent. All right, number two, why are you reacting? Hmm? Was this a poorly timed exchange? Who knows? Yes, no, it depends on each situation, right? 
perhaps you were driving into work and you got in, some guy was rude to you, and when you, by the time you got into the office or you got home from work, you're just feeling kind of cranky. Are you about to take it out on the wrong person? Hmm? Someone that had nothing to do with your drive home or your drive to work? Right? So, why are you reacting? Perhaps you don't like the person at all. Alright, well, that's a whole other thing. Here's the thing. Nothing that, at moments like that, when you're irritated and cranky and, and what have you, nothing the other person is going to say is going to please you. You're just in that moment. Your energy is all jacked up. So don't spend the energy on them. Don't waste the energy engaging and overreacting and just spinning out of control. All right? If you really disagree with the comment, look for a way to respond without making the other person, I don't know, feel or look or just be interpreted as you know, stupid, silly, or, or what have you. Okay? Now, number three. I'm probably going to run a little long today. I'm going to apologize. We're going to run a little long all week. I just have a lot of good content. I want to show you what's behind the curtain. And sometimes I just can't do that in 12 minutes. So, anyway, number three. You know what they say when you're, um, you're checking your diet? You are what you eat. It also goes in the way of communication. What you say is what you are. Hmm? It's true. What you say is what you are. It's an impression. Sometimes first impressions, right? So here's the thing. Who do you want to be? People are going to remember your response and rate you as the type of person that who you are by the type of response you give. Do you want to be interpreted as cruel or as kind? Do you want to be thoughtful? Do you want to be witty, crafty, direct, thoughtless, unapproachable, rude, crass, unforgiving? Huh? You, you, you feel me on this one? Okay. What kind of a person do you want to be remembered as? All right. Number four. Is the relationship with the person you're engaged in important to you? And I don't just mean this very minute. Oh, no. They mean nothing to me. Important to you in the long term. Huh? Important to you now and tomorrow. Important to you for any reason. All right. If the person is important to you in your overall objectives, maybe you're in a relationship with them, maybe they're bringing you your food, hint, hint. Uh, some people might say, oh, they're just a waiter, they're not important to me. Uh, I don't know about that. All right? Then you might not want to go and be start belittling them with a trivial or a cruel or a smart alecky witty response. Hmm? It's fun to be clever. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy being clever. I was brought up by the master of cleverness, my dad, right? But don't be clever at the, at the expense of someone else's reputation. And if you go back to how do you want, who do you want to be uh, at the expense of your own reputation, okay? Now, number five. Ooh, this is a big one. This is one where it gets caught on me. Don't project. This is when you criticize someone for reminding you, listen to me here, they're criticizing, you're criticizing someone else for reminding you of something you do not like in yourself. Forget about them. Forget about them altogether for a moment. They just reminded you of something you don't like in yourself. So you're going to start criticizing them about it. Hmm? Often, oh, this is a tough one. It's your loved ones that this happens to. Uh, they are the ones that are going to be the recipient of those pro projected responses. Oh, your loved ones and your close friends. Huh, huh, huh. 
that's why maybe some of your friends are calling you back right now. All right? So if you feel like you're criticizing a loved one oh, for a poor job of, say, handling the finances, uh, maybe you should look at your own flaws in your own area. Yeah. How's the uh, status of your unbalanced checkbook? I'm just asking. I'm not judging. All right. I'm just giving you a quick example. Anyway, see, in a heated conversation or during extremely trying times, it is really easy, especially if you've been doing it for a while, to pop off with some witty repartee, some cruel response, some smart-alecky retort, right? Don't. Step back. Take a breath. Count to three. In your head. Hoosah. Whatever it is you need to do. Rub your earlobes. And evaluate response before you let it fly from your lips. I heard somewhere there are two things you can never take back. Bullets out of a gun and words out of your mouth. See? You may regret what comes out of your mouth just as much as you may regret the bullet coming out of that gun. So think back. I want you to take a second here and think about the times when you wished you could take back what you said. Hmm? Oof. I can remember one. It was really bad. I was I was um it was down in Georgia and I was hooked on this Star Wars video game. God, this must have been almost a decade ago now, and I was deep into this one spot that was just messing with my head. I just I couldn't get past it. It was irritating me. I was cranky. Oh, I was. Oh, and someone came up there and they started messing with me. It was a family member, and they just you know start they they were being playful and I was being playful in return, but I was starting to get a little more irritated. Come on here. I'm in the middle of this. Come on. And then they just kind of stepped in front. Did they step in front of me or they turned the game off? And I told them something so ugly, I could, as soon as it came out of my mouth, I put my hand over my mouth thinking, oh my God, I can't believe I just said that. And I crushed their feelings. Oh my God. I just, uh, so I want you to think about times when you've done that. We've all done it. In hindsight, how could you have responded like a champion? See, what is the trait of thinking before you speak? I mean, it means that if you if you don't think about what you're going to say before you say it, you could and probably will say the wrong thing and hurt someone's feelings, even to the point of losing someone, losing a friend, losing a loved one, just losing their respect, right? Who do you want to be? Like I said earlier, why is having the trait of thinking or is thinking before you speak important to winners? Huh? Important to the people that are successful, important to your success. It's a trait that one of your that one of your parents will have tried to teach you as a child. How many times did they they tell you think before you speak? Hmm? I know mine told me lots of times. Some of it stuck, some of it didn't. See, even with our parents' best interests, everyone has been guilty of speaking out of turn, speaking out before you know, engaging the mouth muscles before the brain's gears kicked in. And then they're going back and thinking about the consequences of those words. But see, here's the thing. When it comes to being a champion in your life, you really want to heed advice. I'm about, the advice I'm about to give you, as a matter of fact. I want you to always think about the results of what you are about to say. It takes a split second, right? Just a split second. A hair. Maybe a whole second, even. Many famous people... <laughs> you hear the stories all the time. Has spoken without thinking and had devastating effects. It can ruin a reputation. It can even damage or halt a career. 
can I say Mel Gibson, right? Uh, enough said there. See, keep in mind, I'm going to give you six little tips right here. The next time you're feeling like you're going to be speaking without thinking, right? Here's one thing. One, words have power. Oh, my God. The pen is mightier than the sword. Remember, we've all heard that. Two, your choice of words define who you are, like I said earlier. Three, words can help people. Huh? Yeah, on the other side, four, words can hurt people. Oh, my God. And I don't care if the words you're saying are completely factual. Sometimes it's just how you say them. Five, your choice of words reflect your intelligence and your image. Do you want to seem like an idiot? You want to seem like a callous person? All right. And number six, today, it's impossible to hide from your words. Now, I want you to think about that last one. It's really important to understand that you cannot hide from your words today. We're in the age of social media, and you post something on Facebook and like my podcast here, send it out to your wall, send it out in a tweet. It's out there for everyone to see, the entire planet, right? You can ask any celebrity out there. Once they put something out of the internet, it's really hard to get it off, off the internet. Let me give you a quick example, all right? Congressman Todd Aiken from Missouri. Now, this is a great example of how the trait of think before you speak should have been heeded. Mr. Aiken had been a six-term member of Congress, and during an interview in 2012, he was asked about his views on abortion. Right? Simple question. Probably had prepped these kind of things. I mean, let's, let's be honest. Comedians and congressmen, they prepare. Right? They don't just go walking blindly, and they're at least someone who's been around six terms. Right? And he had several comments, including the one I want to tell you. Quote, it seems to me, what I understand from the doctors, that's really rare. Mr. Aiken said of the pregnancies from rape, it seems to me, from what I understand from doctors, that's really rare. That's what he said about pregnancies from rape. <clears throat> if it's a legitimate rape, the female's body has ways to try and shut that whole thing down. But let's assume that maybe that didn't work or something. I think there should be some punishment, but the punishment ought to be of the rapist and not attacking the child. Wait, wait, can you think about that for a second? He said those words. Let me say, unquote, right? If it's a legitimate rape, the female's body has ways to try to shut the whole thing down. But let's assume that maybe that didn't work or something. I think that should be some pun there should be some punishment, but the punishment ought to be of the rapist and not attacking the child, unquote. What? His comments, they produced this outrage of politicians and leaders of women's rights movements almost worldwide. In an attempt to dispel the outrage, Mr. Aiken said that he spoke wrongly, but unfortunately the damage was already done. Right? We've been there. We've seen that. We've read those stories. We've seen those news reports. We've seen those TMZ clippets, right? Nobody came to his defense, and many people actually literally called for his resignation. If you've been guilty of speaking out of turn, hope you've never, it's never been that bad. If you've been guilty of speaking before you took the second to think, you may want to keep the following quote in mind. People tend to complicate their own lives as if living were already complicated enough. Carlos Reyes Zafon, Sound of the Wind. Here's a couple of exercises I want to, I want to leave you with before I, before I let you go. Oh, God, how deep am I going? What? I'm about 20 minutes. I'm running about 20 minutes every, every day this week, so we're going good. 
couple exercises for you. Think before you speak is something a lot of us have been working on for a while. Okay? As I've mentioned above, since childhood, parents have been trying to remind us, sometimes we listen, sometimes we don't. Sometimes we're really good about thinking before we speak, right? And other times it's a little more heated, a little tough. Okay? There are many exercises I can really give you in a podcast that are going to help you to learn to think before you can speak. There's a couple of ways that can help solidify the importance of the lesson, which will kind of ingrain into your head. Ooh, pause. Let me push on the verbal clutch here before we pop you into second gear. So what you want to do, I want you to take time to remember five or ten times that you have literally spoken before you thought. Now, what, grab a piece of paper. If you're driving, come back and do this. But grab a piece of paper and, and draw a line down the center. And if it's lined paper, it's even better. Draw a line down the center of the paper. On the left-hand side, write the five or ten times you spoke out of turn. You spoke without thinking. Now, on the right-hand side, I want you to write down the negative impact that that incident had. Hmm? When I said that, that response to the person that interrupted my game, it was so ugly that my two children were there and they were shocked by it as well. It was it really, it damaged a relationship, right? Here's the thing. Go through the five or ten times and, and write down, it had multiple impacts, write all the impacts down. See, here's the thing. The list that you write down here, it's not going to fix your problem overnight. Nothing is going to fix this kind of a problem overnight. But it's going to help you take the time to get to get to the end of it, right? You're going to be very aware of the negative outcomes that come from speaking without thinking. You're going to be, oh my God, I remember that. And as you're writing it down, you're, you're, you're probably feeling a little bit inside, right? And as you write down the second one, oh, you're going to be really reminded of it. By the time you get to that tenth one, you're going to be, oh my God, I can never do this again. Right now, it's not going to fix it right then. You'll get into another jam in a week or tomorrow or an hour from now or a year from now where you just pop off at the mouth. But hopefully, it will keep it from happening so often. Okay, there's a couple of tips you can think about for the real world. Some tips on how you can think before you speak when you're out there in everyday life. Right, actively think before you say something. All right, we have two ears and one mouth. Listen, let it go through the brain and come out the mouth. Let it go in, gyrate, out the mouth. Actually take a second to actively listen and think. In a heated situation, make sure you take the time to think before you speak. Pause, inhale, get some breath, all right? You're probably going to be yelling and screaming possibly, and that's all that exhaling. You can accomplish this by counting down, all right? Ten. Seven. I don't care. Squeeze your fingers as you do it. Touch your pinky to your thumb, then your ring finger to your thumb, then your middle finger to your thumb, then your index to your thumb. Five, four, three, two. Right before you respond. Right. Observe more than you speak is another one. Look, see what's going on. Oh my God, someone's crazy upset. Right. You could see it on their face. Right. Observation is thought. All right. E N A T A. Before saying anything you feel important, run it through your mind and make sure it's E-N-A-T-A. Anata. E is effective. N is necessary. A is accurate. T is timely. And A is appropriate. If it's not effective, necessary, accurate, timely, and appropriate, maybe you shouldn't say it. All right? Last two. 
Gauge people's reactions to your words. So many people don't do this. They just talk and they forget to pay attention to their audience. It could be an audience of one. It could be an audience of a thousand. Pay attention to their reactions. Don't talk blindly. Right? Make... Don't make light of how people are uh, reacting to your words. Don't make light of it, right? Pay attention to how they're reacting to your words, okay? And then lastly, be thoughtful of tone. Sometimes you can be saying the perfect words in the perfect syntax at the perfect time. But how you say something is just as important as what you are saying. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I, I think I've beat this one to death. This is a great example of um, one of the one of the lessons in the champion mindset. We go through that. We take you all the way through um, thinking before you speak, give you some exercises, the whole nine yards. Uh, there are 51 more lessons just like that one in just the champion mindset program. So. Uh, you're gonna be you're gonna move around this weekend when all this stuff launches out. That's why you're getting it free all week. So I want to leave you like I always do. Think successfully. Take action. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye bye.